There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Steve. And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And tonight we'll be discussing episode four of season five of Killjoys. I just get a weird kick out of saying season five because not too many of the shows are making it. No. We're lucky if we get two seasons out of any of these. It's becoming frightening. Yes, it is. I don't want it to turn into another Fox where we just don't get our shows. All right. Well, before I go off on a rant, let's talk about some ratings news. All right. Episode three brought in a 0.08 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.392 million viewers, making it the 89th overall cable show for the day. We don't have episode four numbers yet, but we have live plus seven for episode one. It was 17th in total viewers percentage gain going from 0.325 to 0.640 million viewers for an increase of 97%. That's pretty good. Yes. Yeah, the time that it's on, I'm sorry, come on. You got it on Friday night at 9 o'clock with nothing in front of it other than, I mean, obviously there's programs, but it's movies. Right. So everybody, I think, is watching this on demand. Oh, absolutely. Why? Things to do on Friday nights. At that time, too. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm going to go off on a rant on this. Let's get into the episode. All right. Episode four, Ship Out of Luck. Dutch and her friends must find a way to escape a maximum security prison. Woo! Now I'm going to say, when we first started this, and we end up getting up to the prison and we see the warden, for a moment, I thought that was Anna. Anna Banana. But I really thought it was her. I'm like, wow, they really messed with everybody's minds. What's happening? And then I realized, oh, that's not her. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, oh, Okay. I was kind of surprised they're introducing new people again. Right. Well, let's start off with Team Awesome Force Part 2 in Westerly. As Zeph returns to her lair, finally figuring out what the carvings in her arm meant. And she finds a videotape that she had recorded preemptively. Of course, because she figured she'd have her memory wiped again. Well, that was smart. Yeah, it sure was. And Zeph on the video tells her to use the device to restore her memory, which she does. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, don't worry. This is okay. I just can't taste cheese anymore. Yeah. What? <laughs> you need to work on that serum there, uh, Zeph. <laughs> <laughs> and shortly thereafter, we see her sneaking up on Turin and injecting him as well. And she hugs that angry killjoy to... Oh, my God. That was so funny. When he starts cussing up and down. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. And we get Pre back. Yay. Finally. I was surprised, but I kind of felt like that was going to happen 
last episode anyway. Right. When they grabbed him, I thought they were going to do it right away, but yeah. I was kind of surprised they didn't. Yes. So the three of them put their heads together to figure out where the lady may have stowed the killjoys. And Pre remembers there being a, a radar black spot out in the salt flats. So they go to investigate, thinking that, yeah, that might be a place where the lady has the rest of Team Ossenfor stashed. Could it be that easy? No. But there happens to be a boatload of Blackroot ships there. What? Yeah, hold on a minute here. And Zeph and Turin get into one of the ships, and Zeph does her science thing and determines that these ships have been taking off and flying the same flight path for months, and it's just above the cloud cover, so, oh, these must be the things that are seeding the clouds with the memory-erasing rain. I love that Zeph figured that out so quickly. Oh, absolutely. It turns like, it's just going around in a circle. Let's just load up. It's like, wait! Yeah, Zeph really showed some leadership skills in this moment because Turin's wanting to do heavy damage and Zeph goes, no, let's not make the lady think that we've got all of Westerly woken up. Right. Just take out a third of them. Well, I mean, the showers were all messed up, right? Because Dutch did that, unless they fixed it in the time being. Right. And saying if she takes out some of this seed ships, then... That would be good. Yeah, it might delay the total transformation of Westerly by a few days, which we might need. I would think they would keep a few, but try to, I don't know, do some magic and uh, get them from taking off anymore for seeding anyway. Yeah, absolutely. So we check in on Team Awesome Force as the lady has sentenced the Killjoys to spend some time. At a prison. Hmm. Great. Not just any prison. No. Supermax. And we find out it was actually Klein who suggested the plan to the lady, and it was Klein who called up the warden at the prison to arrange the whole incarceration. Oh, really now? What are you up to, Klein? And Johnny gets put on laundry duty, roaming the halls for dirty undies. (laughs) They got thrown at him. Yeah. But while he's doing that, he's also on liberation duty. He uses the microchip, which contained what was left of Lucy, and integrates it into a radio he pilfered from the guards, so he's now plugged in. It was kind of sad, though, because he's trying to get Lucy to say the right name. Right. (laughs) He says Sean. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, is somebody just kind of messing with you, Aaron? Yeah. Now, of course, Dutch... Gets the longest sentence over 400 years. That was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, really now? And who lives to be that age? I love when they're like saying everything she's done and the guys yeah. are like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, dang, I didn't even know you did that. Right. And of course, she gets put in solitary confinement, but gets a pleasant surprise from an unseen hand. It happens to be breakfast and a spoon wrapped in a napkin. Uh Uh-huh. And the whole time we have the person next to her talking, I thought they were trying to, like, screw with her. Right. 
I was like, what did you get? Did you get seconds? Did you get dessert? I didn't get dessert. This guy was annoying as hell. Now, did you recognize that voice at all? No. Neither did I. No, I I admit I did not recognize the voice. But yeah, this guy was an annoying oh, yeah. as hell. Oh, so annoying. So later on, when a guard makes a delivery to Dutch's cell, she grabs his hand, basically pulling him towards the cell, banging his head into the, the door until he dies, and uses the spoon to get his thumbprint, which allows her to open up her cell door. Well, that seems easy enough. Way too easy. Right? And I'm like, oh, they're setting her up. Yep. And her and Johnny meet up and need to go spring Dav, who's been placed in a mental ward because of his own doing. Well, that's great. Yeah. Who uh, had already had a uh, a visitor who tried to tell him how to... uh, deal with being in the mental ward so he doesn't have to go through electric shock therapy. It's like, listen, if you don't want to end up like that guy. Yeah. Um, Here's what you got to do. And you think, oh, well, this lady's at least trying to help him. Yeah. And I'm like, "Mm, but is she? Yeah. But is she? (laughs) And of course, Johnny definitely has to make sure Dav has to go through at least one session of the electro (laughs) shock therapy. You know, Johnny, dang. <laughs> Come on. It was amusing. Oh, oh, hell yes, it was. But they finally get him out, and they think they're underground. And so they're going to find the tunnels to get out. Ah, uh, they make it to the warden's room, and sure enough, they find out they're on a spaceship. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> no. This isn't where we were supposed to be. Yeah. It'd be making a rescue that much harder. Right? Nobody knows where they're at. And, of course, the warden comes in with her guards. And after she dismisses her guards, the warden wants to talk. Like, what do you want to talk about? Yeah. I don't think I like this. No. And she informs them that she's been given orders to keep one of them alive. Just one. Yeah, just one. In exchange for saving all three of them, she wants to find out who's infiltrated her prison to put a hit on a powerful inmate named Sparlow. All right. So, of course, the Killjoys agree and get taken down into the X-Wing. Which a lot of people are like, I love that they're calling it X-Wing. It's like... (laughs) It can't be good call being called X-Wing. No, because she's like, and I can transfer you guys if everything goes good to what? D? G. G. Yeah, good. It's word. like, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. If this is by alphabet, holy crap. Yeah. You're really far down the ladder there. <laughs> and inside the mess hall, Dutch, Johnny, and Dev finally start to make some inroads with Sparlow when the voice we heard from earlier is brought down to the X-Wing. And we see who it is going all the way back to Season 1, Episode 1. It's Corrin. Yeah, I had no idea who that was. Yeah. <laughs> Until they start talking about it. It's like, oh, uh, crap, that was forever ago. Yeah. And he knows exactly who they are and definitely lets all the rest of the prisoners know that 
we got killjoys in our midst. And boy, howdy, the inmates get rowdy real quick. And Uh, all of a sudden, they're down on the ground because the warden has paralyzed everyone with an electric shock. Lovely. Yeah, apparently they got all of it. Inside them, yeah. It's like, oh, guess you're not getting anywhere. That's why she knew where you guys were anyway, I'm sure. Yeah. So the warden decides to give the Killjoys another chance to stop Sparlow's assassination. And so they go back in and they find the right-hand man in the hall and intercept him. Unfortunately, someone else has gotten to him first and poisoned his food. Yeah, he didn't seem very right-hand man-ish to me. No, you wouldn't think so. Maybe he was his admin. (laughs) Right, yeah, because he just seemed like uh, he was pretty low man on the totem pole. Exactly. And we see Barlow lifting weights in the gym. And all of a sudden, guess who the assassin is? The lady that was giving Dav the tips in the mental ward. You never expect. The lady, obviously. No. Especially the, the crazy lady. lady. Yeah, <laughs> the, the crazy lunch lady. Yeah. But, oh my God, this lady just beat the living crap out of all three of them. That was pretty impressive. Oh. I kind of wanted to know if she was somehow trained by Klein as well. Exactly, because she was level sixing them big time. And they never cover that so i wonder if they will in the next episode because the fact that she was able to take all three of them pretty easily till they all kind of like ganged up on her right yeah it was pretty badass Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so they've saved sparlow's life and the warden offers to hold up her end of the deal to put them in g-wing But Dutch decides they have a better chance of escaping being in the X-Wing. I know. And the warden was kind of pissed about that. Uh, Yeah. She's like. Yeah, she's. Her ass is on the line if all three of them get killed. Because she was ordered to save one of them. And I'm sure she was paid a pretty big price for it, too. So, yeah, she wasn't real happy with them going back to X-Wing. No. And it makes me wonder if. She has to try really hard to keep them alive, or if it's more like she's afraid they're going to escape. Right. Yeah. Not sure yet. And you have to give the lady playing the warning kudos, because she was definitely a pretty cool character and really not easy to read exactly what her motivations are. Right. We check in with on Team Bad, Team green-eyed lady (laughs) and we find out that this was the lady's plan to draw jack out by making sure that only one of the killjoys survive of course you threaten the loved ones the one you want will come to save them that's what we think is gonna happen right i don't know if they're gonna they're gonna need the help so much i know because as soon as she finds out that a third of her black group cloud uh, seeding ships, she just went nuts. Oh, yeah. That was- she, it was almost to the same level as when all the little plant seedlings of herself got 
fired up. Right. <laughs> Crispy. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't hurt her as much physically, but the emotions just went through the freaking roof. And it was. It, yeah. I love it. Cause Klein was just kind of like smirking, like, uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. And you go, Oh, is this what your uh, plan is, Klein? To put her in a body that has to deal with emotions that she just does not know anything about. Right. Because she keeps saying, oh, we will we will all have these emotions and then we'll be able to take over. It's like, uh, yeah, you're not doing very good with emotions right now. No. And it's just you. Yeah. She was ready to toss that one guy out the airlock and blow everything up. Interesting episode. I know a lot of people kind of liked it because it wasn't the escape capture, escape capture kind of back and forth. And it really didn't have much to do with the lady. And it was more about the killjoys and them trying to escape the prison. But I don't know. I don't think everything has to be about the lady. I mean, we no, need to know what's happening. Right. I mean, we still got 20 some odd days before the end arrives. So yeah, we got time to do some other things and this was one of them. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I liked it. Yeah, I did too. Well, you know, we have somebody else who likes to tell us what they think. Oh yes, we do. Once again, Fred has graced us with some feedback. So let's take a listen. Hello, Steve and John and all listeners. This is Fred from the Netherlands with some feedback for Killjoys season five, episode four. Welcome to my Supermax, prisoner 88456, John Jacoby, sentenced to hard time, seven counts of felony theft, spaceship... Whoa, 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 whoa. I am offended by that accusation. I have stolen way more than seven ships. Nice episode with a lot of clarity in different storylines. I liked a lot that they didn't take too much time to give Seth her mind back and also turn and then pre- and even skipping how Seth discovered her hideout. Not two major storylines, but even three. Client and the lady in the prison ship. And, of course, on Westerly and in the Holland plane with Seth and Turin. I have to say, I didn't care too much for the story of Client with the lady. I think that's of a different pace than the other two stories. I liked it less. It was okay, but the other ones were better. I liked the role of the warden played by Rachel Anturin, who also plays the blacksmith in Winona Earp and her twin sister in Winona Earp, but also as Commander Nan in Star Trek Discovery. Amazing what you can do with a little spoon. You can use it as a kind of telescope mirror. You can use it as a fingerprint storage device. You can use it as a weapon. You can use it as a tool to tinker around on a electroshock device so you can open doors with it. Oh, very inventive. Greetings, till next time, Fred from the Netherlands. But most importantly, your file is missing the big-ass fact that I'm a killjoy. There's obviously some sort of mistake. You hear that, guys? We got a killjoy. Oh, you need some proof? <clears throat> You've been locked and served. Yeah, Fred, I kind of agree with you that Klein and the lady story wasn't all that interesting, but it sure looks like Klein's trying to um, use those newly found emotions against her, so... Like manipulator. Yeah. So we'll see if that's actually his plan or not. 
It'll be interesting to see. I know I'm happy with Seth Pre and Turin all coming together with the memories. Absolutely. That was great to see them getting at least two more people back and getting Zeph back always is a plus. Right. So we'll see where the uh, prison storyline takes us next week. Yeah. And uh, wait, nice catch, too, on who the warden is. I did not realize she was in some of her other shows either. Right. So nice catch. Man's amazing. He is. Thank you, Fred. Uh, Hope to hear from you next week. All right. Well, what do you guys think about the episode and the series so far? Send us an email or, like Fred does, send us an audio clip at sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com. Let us know. You can always go over to www.scifitalk.com and go to our contacts page. And there's all sorts of ways to get a hold of us that way, too. And you can let us know your thoughts and feelings and tweet with us and rando pictures of casts if you find them. Um, and if you you have the urge, which we like to encourage, if you can rate and review us on iTunes and every other platform you find us on, because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us, tell your friends. We do hope you're enjoying the podcast. And for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I am Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve. Oh, Chipmunk, I hate how good I was at it. <laughs> and until next time, yay, pre. <laughs>